Blog Talk Radio. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams, live on Never Handed So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level. Well, the Bible is right. The Bible is right. Glory to God. If you listen to this program, I've said it a a, a million times already, you know the Bible is right. Amen. And the Bible, the Bible has the answers, and I'm thankful for it. Glory to God. Well, beloved, you know that uh, the Lord, for you who's, who's been listening for a while, you know the Lord has us in the book of Proverbs. And we're already at the 21st chapter of Proverbs, the 17th verse. You know, I was just saying something that uh, this this month is almost over, glory to God. And we'll be into November. And before you know it, Christmas will be here. Amen. Time And, and I say that to say that, think that the time has gone by fast. And I remember when we were in the first chapter of Proverbs, we're in the 21st chapter now. So uh, uh, we've covered a lot of ground. A lot has, a lot of water is going under the bridge. Amen. Glory to God. We're in Proverbs 21, 17, and, uh, and it says, he that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man. This is the King James Version, the Protestant Bible. He that loveth pleasure shall be a poor man, and he that loveth wine and oil shall not be rich. Now, for you, like I say, who've been who've been with me through several programs, you know that this is the third uh, week that we've been on this one uh, this one proverb, because this is part of part of my passion. Uh, this part of explaining this verse to you is very dear to my heart because I, I believe this is God's way for his children. I believe this is God's way. Now, we've established in the last few, few programs that laziness leads somewhere. Laziness leads to poverty, but hard work leads to wealth. And we began to answer the question, does hard work leading to wealth work for everybody and in every situation? And generally speaking, the answer can be no, because we know that slaves work hard, and we know that and, and have heard stories of many people who have, who have gotten a job and they work hard their whole life. And at and at retirement, they they hardly had enough money to live on, 
let alone live in prosperity. They just scrape by. And one of the greatest fears in America anyway is that you retire and you either won't have enough money or if you do, that your money will run out. And so for a lot of people, for a lot of people, working hard doesn't seem to pan out for them, doesn't lead to prosperity for them. Amen? And so, but if the Bible teaches that hard work leads to prosperity, then is that a contradiction? Is the Bible contradicting itself? And when the Bible lets us know that as born-again, spirit-filled believers, we're the head and not the tail, many people feel, well, Pastor, um, I know the Bible says that we're more than conquerors, but I don't, I don't see myself conquering. It says that we're the head and not the tail. I, I'm not the head over anything. Uh, I, I don't, I don't, I don't rule over anything, Pastor. So, what could it possibly mean? And we're going to get into that and answer that question, as God would give us the grace to do so. Amen. Glory to God. But in another, we're gonna. We're going to look at this from uh, uh, different angles here, different perspectives. Now, when I say that, I, that I've, I've heard and know about situations where people worked hard their whole life and they weren't prosperous, I'm not saying they weren't decent people. I'm not saying that they didn't eat. I'm not saying that God didn't provide for their need, for all their need. Amen. I'm just saying when I think of prosperity, I'm thinking about you have, whoa, you have uh, so much money. Anything you want, you can get. Anything you want to do, you can do. You can go anywhere you want to go. Uh, you want to fly to Paris, France. You can jump on a jet and fly there and stay there for a couple of weeks. And when you get ready, you can fly back home. Now, no, people can have a decent life, but they don't have that kind of money. A lot of people don't have that kind of money. So then what does it mean? What does it mean? Well, we want to look at it from, I'm going to begin to look at it from two different perspectives. Amen. First of all, uh, the answer to that, that question really is yes, because in Psalm 75, <clears throat> Psalm 75, it says, Psalm 75, 6 and 7 says, for promotion cometh neither from the east nor from the west nor from the south, but God is the judge. He put it down one and set us up another. So we know that God can promote you. Amen. You work hard unto him and he's watching. He can promote you and bring you into all kind of wonderful things. I know from my own experience and I know from uh, uh, my sister's experience that and other people's experience that you can get a job starting at the entry level and God can promote you and you can go from the entry level all the way up to the top. And when you get ready to retire, if you will, you're, you're, you're all right. God fixed it so that you, you don't have to worry about where your next meal is coming from by any means. So in that sense, the answer is yes. Also, in another sense, we know that God himself can make you very prosperous and rich, if you will. We know that God 
himself made Abraham rich, and he made David rich, and he made Solomon rich, and he made many others exceedingly wealthy. We know that God can do it, will do it, has done it. Amen. And so you can prosper. God can prosper you because your ways please him and he just wants to prosper you. Amen. You've done the right thing. Glory to God. And he wants to prosper you. Amen. Glory to God. So, um, and so we know that, that, that people can work hard and, and, and be prospered that way. God just give them wealth. Amen. Remember that Joseph was in prison. And when he was in prison, the Bible says that he was a very prosperous man because God was with him. Now, uh, physically, he wasn't prosperous because he was locked up in prison. But God's presence was with him and blessed everything he put his hands to. So it says that he was a prosperous man. So we, we, we recognize that. We're, we're New Testament saints, and <clears throat> we know about the different benefits of the different ways of giving. When we give tithes and offerings, the Lord rebukes the devourer for our sakes. And that's a blessing. When your stuff don't break down and all kinds of things don't happen to you, that's a real blessing. Amen. And then, glory to God, when you give tithes and offerings, in the Old Testament, uh, uh, the, the grand sacrifice, Jesus hadn't, wasn't sacrificed yet, so they had to pay tithes. But in the New Testament, Jesus paid it all. So in the New Testament, we don't pay tithes. We give tithes, amen? New Testament saints are are taught to give, amen? Give and you shall receive. Good measure, shaken down. You know, you know, you know how what the Bible teaches about giving. So one way we we give is tithes. Another way we give is offerings. When we give offerings, we honor God. Proverbs three nine and many other many other places in the Bible say one of the ways we can honor and bless God is to give into His work. Amen. Glory to God. Then we can sow seeds and and initiate that the spiritual principle of sowing and reaping and then we can give alms the bible says he who gives who he who has he who has mercy on the poor happy is he glory to god and when you give alms to the poor god blesses you and pays you back again what you give so we know uh, uh, many ways to plug in to different kinds of things that god has given to bless us and increase us, amen? And all of that's taught in the Bible. But I want to look at, I want to look at uh, Proverbs twenty-one seventeen from an entirely different perspective now. Glory to God. And what I want to, uh, the perspective I want to uh, not introduce to you, because I think I touched on it last week, but I want to uh, touch on it again this week, and and that is uh, when we grow up in this world and the world has its own uh, uh, wisdom system and its own way of enculturating people and, and guiding you in the way you should go. And the world's way says, and I'm not saying this is bad. Now I'm just trying to uh, 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 
bring out some of the things that the world would tell you to do. The world would tell you to go to school so that you can get a good job and so that you can get a real nice car and get an apartment and get a uh, – and then after that, save up your money a little bit or, uh, or, or just go out and get a house with a 30-year mortgage. Amen? Glory to God. And as I say again, I don't see anything necessarily wrong with that. There's, I don't have anything. I don't see anything wrong with, in fact, the Bible says that if you refuse instructions, you, you, that's going to cause you to perish. Amen? Glory to God. And so to me, there's nothing wrong with, with going to school, getting a job, having a nice car, having an apartment, and then later on getting yourself a nice home. A, a, amen? Glory to God. But we find that all that is just one way to live. That's just one way to live your life. Amen? And what I want to introduce in the second half of the program is God's way. And many times people people don't know God's way. You have to get into the Bible and pull out God's way. And without knowing that, let's say they, they didn't get saved yet. Well, they're going to do it the world's way. Oh, I want to go to school so I can get a good job. Why? So I can have a good apartment or get my own place. I want my own place, and then eventually I want my own house. That's fine. I, no problem with that. God wouldn't have no problem with that. Amen? But that's not God's way. That's the way the world guides you. You know, I've lived in apartments, and for years I thought that that is okay. There's nothing wrong with that. I always wanted my own little spot and everything. Great. Amen. But I didn't know. It, it took God's word to open up to me and understand that's okay, but there's a better way. There's God's way. Amen. And so after the commercial, and I'm going to ask you to examine what I say and see if you've been doing it God's way. Remember what I said. The world's way, there's nothing wrong with it, and I'm not condemning it. Okay, I, I, I did it for decades and decades, okay, before I found out what the way God wanted us okay? But after the commercial, we're going to talk about God's way. Hold on. I'll be right back. Don't hold on. Do you need tile installed in your home or business? Then John Robinson Tile LLC is the company for you. We have over 60 years of experience installing tile. We do bathrooms, kitchens, and so much more. Give us a call at 803-529-0092. Check out our website at www.johnrobinsontile2.com. Visit us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, too. Just search J-Rob Tile or John Robinson Tile. We're licensed and insured and Schluter certified. If you need tile installed, we are your company. We believe in laying hands on everything that we do. That's John Robinson Tile Installation Service for new and old homes. Renovation of kitchens and bathrooms installs all types. That's John Robinson Tile, the number two, dot com. Beloved, we was talking about the way the world, you grow up in the world, you're not saved yet, and the world has good advice for you. 
and they tell you to get a good education so you can get a good job so that you can have a nice house and be able to afford the things you want and have a nice life. There is nothing wrong with that, okay? But I do want to point out that that's not necessarily God's way. Now, he's not against it. He's not against it, but he has a better way. But we don't discover the better way unless someone teaches us or we get into the Bible and find out for ourselves. We dig it out for ourselves. Amen? Now, you get a hint of it when you go to church and, and, they, and they tell you that we, after you get saved and born again, well, the first thing God's way is you're in the world. The first thing he wants you to do is get saved. He wants your soul saved. He, want, he does not want you to go to the lake of fire. You have two choices. You have the world tells you you die and that's it. It's over. You don't know anything. But the Bible teaches you not so. You either spend eternity with God, or if your name is not in the book of life, you spend eternity in the lake of fire. And that, I didn't know about that choice. God's way was that you get saved, and you don't spend eternity in the lake of fire. Then, glory to God, let's go. We're, we're looking at God's way. And like I say, you don't go to Proverbs 22.7. You don't know God's way until someone teaches it to you. Or you get in the words yourself and you find out, oh, my goodness, because that's that. You see, when, 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 when they tell you at church, you're the head and not the tail, you can think, that's not right. I'm not the head of nothing. What do they mean I'm the head and not the tail? Well, you're the head and not the tail if you do it God's way. You'll end up the head and not the tail. But if you don't do it God's way, you'll end up the tail and not the head. Are you understanding what I'm saying? Okay, for instance, we have to go through this quick. Proverbs 22.7. Proverbs 22.7 is just one example. Proverbs 22.7 says, The rich ruleth over the poor, and the borrower is servant to the lender. Oh, the borrower is servant to the lender. What that means? Servant there, and found out this verse said, The borrower is slave to the lender, slave to the lender. So in the world, they tell you, oh, get a credit card, get get this, get that, get all the leverage you can get, buy stocks on margin, you can buy twice as much, uh, go get a 30-year 30, uh, a, a mortgage on your house, pay mortgage for 30 years. In God's word, it says to owe no man anything. And here, it says to borrow a slave. So you, you see what I'm saying, beloved? If you do it the world's way, you end up on the bottom. If you do it God's way, he says, one of the first things I want you to do is to get save your soul, get saved, to don't borrow, but people borrow. And then I, I just saw a video where a whole bunch of uh, companies, a whole bunch of grocery store companies, Piggly Wiggly, Albertsons, Dollar General, a whole bunch of stores, they're, 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 they're saying they're going to go out of business. And what took them out of business? One of the stores owes over a billion dollars, and they said they just can't overcome that with just the people doing a little of grocery shopping, that that doesn't generate a, they owe a billion dollars. They, they, they expanded a bunch of stores, and they borrowed a billion. 
And now with interest rates going up, they have to roll over their their loans from time to time. But now when they roll over their loans, they have to roll them over at higher interest rates, which means they it costs more to carry those loans. So the principal is gigantic, and the, and the fees and the interest is gigantic. They just can't do it. And I was astonished because I thought a whole bunch of those kind of stores, they went through 20 major stores, grocery store chains, that were going to shut down. And every single one of them, it was because of debt, every single one of them. It didn't say they're going out of business because the, the employees walked out. No. They're going out of business because they have bad management. Those managers just didn't know what they were. No, didn't say that. Well, they, 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 they've gone out of business because people walked in, stole all the stuff out the store. No, every single one of them, it was debt, 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 debt. Well, what's God's way? He says, owe no man anything. And here it says, the borrower is slave to the lender. Do you know what the word mortgage means in French? It means chokehold, chokehold. So you you get a mortgage on your house. The Bible says the Bible says well the French word says that you put a chokehold around your neck for thirty years, and a lot of people feel that they they feel like they got a chokehold. Now, beloved, I've only got something like eight minutes. Time goes so fast, and I got so much more to go through. Uh, but we're looking at God's way. You see how God's way is different. If you do it His way, you end up the head and not the tail. Why? Because if you don't have no debt and you have a business, you don't go out of debt because, I mean, you don't go out of business because of debt because you got none. And I know companies, I own a little tiny company, and they're a Christian company out of Norway, but they're stationed in the Bahamas. Their ships are stationed in the Bahamas. And these people are Christians. And I was I was staggered on their on their all their literature and on their on their uh, filings they say our goal is to be out of debt our goal and and many times they're out of debt the only time they go into debt is when they got to buy another super tanker and immediately they strive to immediately get back out of debt i bought that company because I, i'm the stock of that company i mean because i thought that was so wonderful they were doing it god's way I didn't see it in you, – you, you go to Citibank, you go to Wells Fargo, go to any of them, loaded with debt. One of the reasons I didn't buy AT&T stock, it, they, were, they had so much debt, it scared me. I said, whoa, I can't – the price was right, the dividend was right, 6%, but the debt load, they owed something like uh, $700 million going toward a billion. I said, no, 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 no. You see – God's way is no debt, okay? Then look, we really got to go. I've only got seven minutes. Then go to uh, 22.9. 22.9 says, 22, 20, am I in 22.9? Oh, 22.29. I'm sorry, 22.29. It says, seest thou a man diligent in his business, his business. God wants you to have your business. He shall stand before kings. He shall not stand before mean men. God wants you to have your business. I got to go fast. I would say more about that, but um, but um, but um, uh, because of time, let's go to twenty-seven, twenty-three, twenty-seven, twenty-three. Gosh, time goes by so fast. Twenty-seven, twenty-three. 
Be thou diligent to know the state of thy flocks and look well to thy herds. What is that saying? That You're not working for the shepherd. It says thy herds. Thy, it's saying your flocks have your thing, just like it's talking about your business. It wants you to have your flocks. That's God's way. He wants you to, he teaches ownership. God teaches ownership in the world. They want you to get apartment. They want you to work for them. Amen. They need employees. They need people. They uh, uh, Management needs people that they can exploit so that they can make huge profits so that they can be rich. Amen. You get the wage. They get the riches. Amen. But see, we don't know that because we're programmed when we when we come into the world, oh, just get a nice job. You want to get a good job and, and so that you can get a good uh, house or whatever. We're not told, look, you see, that's one of the great advantages of people who come here from other countries. When they come in, they look around, they say, you mean we can be business owners? You can own stuff here? In our country, you can't own stuff. Only the king and his family can own stuff. You mean we can own stuff? They go into businesses. They live in Polo Road. They got five, six, seven thousand square feet houses. Living high up on the hog. Why? Because they see opportunity. We don't see opportunity. We're programmed. Look, get a go to school. And again, I say there's nothing wrong with that. But you have to realize you're not doing it God's way. You're doing it the way the world advised you. And when you do it the way the world advises you, you don't become the head. The person that has their own flocks, they own it. They become the head. The person with the, their own business, they become the head. Amen? Look at 2819. 2819. 2819 says, he that killeth his land, his land, his land. What, what does it say? If you till your land, not till your boss's land. No, you till your boss's land, you get wages. You get seven twenty-five an hour. Then you wonder why uh, you, you, Pastor, y'all keep saying I'm supposed to be the head and not the tail. I ain't. I can't even get my bills. How can I be the head and not the tail? Because without realizing it, beloved, you're not doing it God's way. You're doing it the world's way. God's way is He wants you to have your land. Amen. Look at Proverbs twelve eleven. We're gonna close with this because we're almost out of time. Look at Proverbs twelve eleven. What does it say? Proverbs. This this is this is when I started reading these kind of verses, the light started dawning in my head. And 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 Proverbs twelve eleven it says, He that tilleth his land shall be satisfied. Now, many years I read that, but I was reading it, so I read it real fast. I didn't catch on. But one day I was meditating this. And when you meditate, you you go word by word very slowly. And I saw his land. I said, oh, that means I should get land. I should own some land. And then I read, he shall be satisfied. I said, whoa, look at that. Everybody's talking about, I don't make enough money. I live from paycheck. I don't have enough. Beloved, if you got your ministry, your business, your land, whatever it is, but it's yours, you have it. 
God's way is ownership. And then when you have a business or you have something like that going for you, there's so much cash flow that you are satisfied. And because you're because you are satisfied and you're the head and you're the boss, now you are the head and not the tail. See, before you owned anything, before you knew God's way, you you were wondering about that verse. What that mean? I'm supposed to be the head, and I ain't no head, and I know that. What that mean? The Bible contradicts itself. No, no, no. You just didn't go in there and see what God meant. But when you dig into God's word, and we just touched on a few of them, we just I had a I had a few more, but because of time, I think we only got about like a minute. Glory to God. Glory to God. I had to just give you a few. But but my point is, when I I had a, I had a nice apartment, and that's wonderful. But while it's wonderful and while you're protecting your family and you have a roof over your head and you're satisfied with, I mean, you know, you, 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 you got a roof over your head. Amen? And that's great. I'm not against that. But there's a better way. There's God's way. And when you do it God's way, then you do end up on top and not beneath. You do become the ruler. You do. You're, you're rich, and the rich rule over the poor. Glory to God. You understand what I'm saying? I'm sure you do. God bless you. Get saved. God's way is he wants you to be saved so that you don't have to spend an eternity in the lake of fire. Ask the Lord Jesus to save you because in Romans 10:13 it says, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Saved from what, Pastor? Saved from the consequences of your sin. The Bible says that we're born sinners. Glory to God. We're born in trespasses and sins. You're a sinner, glory to God, because of what Adam did when he sinned that came down upon you. But now the good news is you don't have to die for your sins. You don't have to go to the lake of fire. God has made provision for you to escape it. God's way is the best way. In fact, God's way is really the only true way. Glory to God. Get saved. In your own words, ask Jesus to save you. Tell him, Lord, I didn't know that the choice was heaven or uh, eternity in hell. But now I know because we've dug into the Bible. And I choose your way, God. I ask you, Lord Jesus, to save me. Save me from my sins. And then go to church so that a, so that a minister out of the word of God can begin to explain in greater detail what that means. I'm over time. The Bible has the answers. I love you. See you next week. Bye-bye now. I know the Bible is right. It's the Bible has the answers with Pastor Aaron B. Williams coming to you live every Wednesday at 7 p.m. and never had it so good gospel 107. Pastor Williams believes if you have a question, the Bible has the answers. Join us Wednesday on the show or at I Am Jesus Holy Ghost Church in Columbia, South Carolina, where service times are Tuesday night prayer at 7 p.m., Sabbath Friday service at 7 p.m., and Saturday Sabbath day service at 12 noon. Our motto is, it pays to serve God. Hit us up at IamJesusHolyGhostChurch.org. That's Pastor Aaron B. Williams. Live on Never Had It So Good Gospel 107. Come on and get the Word of God at its highest level.